Hello and welcome to episode three of Otaku Outcast. I'm your host Josie. With me is Brian. Brian, how are you? Uh, I'm in my own hell right now. I'm putting my foot in fucking ice water. I hate it so much. That's right. Sometime this week, Brian rolled his ankle. No, not this week. It was last week. Oh, it was last week. It was last. It's been a week. It's my week anniversary from my injury. It was last Sunday. So how'd it happen? Dude, how'd it happen? The dumbest fucking way you could get it. It's fucking. I was walking. I was jogging across the street, and like my foot doesn't get stuck on anything. It just stops. And the next thing you know, all I hear is a crack. Luckily, it wasn't dislocated. I think it just must have been tendons or ligaments. You know, tripping over absolutely nothing is a talent in itself. I didn't even trip. I was still standing. <laughs> Your ankle just gave out. Yeah, dude, dude. Like my ankle is terrible nowadays. Dude, do you know how many times I've injured this ankle? Well, I I can imagine. Guess. Guess how many times? I don't know. I want to say like one too many times. That's how many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, other than your ankle being rolled, how was your week? Good? It was okay. I've been sleeping till like three in the morning and hating life after I wake up. Oh, that sounds great. Because, you know, you know, when you go to sleep so late and you wake up so late, you feel like trash. I feel like trash all the time. Okay, thanks for helping me out on that one. <laughs> but yes, I understand. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah dude. And it just, it's just been feeling, oh, I feel so drained even after I slept like nine hours, but it's not the best. Yeah, man, it's okay. It'd be like that sometimes. You'll be fine. Like, I'm... Like I'm I'm tired usually to go to work, but that's a different tired. <laughs> that's a you know when tired be hitting differently. What were you staying up late for? Just playing Overwatch. Oh yes, yes, video games. Oh, okay. That, that's that's no no no, that's not that's not all of it either. I've been watching Cobra Kai and I've been watching no not watching. Well, I watched I saw one anime and then just reading manga. That was about it. And doing homework. Forgot my response my other responsibility. Oh, and homework. Yeah. You know, you gotta throw in homework in there. I mean homework's through the day, not through the not in the night. I I would have understood if it was just playing video games, you know. That's that's gamer tired. I know that feeling all too well. But homework tired? I I assume that must hit different. I assume it hits different. No, that's during the day. I'm always tired for homework. Ugh, homework. Again, I'm telling you. Look at you trying to be someone. Can you believe this guy? I'm sorry I'm not a mouth breather. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, damn, coming in hot with that you one. You did come in hot with that one. Fuck. You know what? I'm about I'm about to sign up online courses. Actually I am. I actually, I actually did sign up to, for Japanese classes. All right, let me tell you something that your counselor didn't tell you. Stop, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How's your Japanese right. classes going? I stopped after like two classes because I, over, I overworked myself with school. So, oh. and I haven't continuously studied. So I got to study again, continue like study on my own now again. And then sign up for more classes. Damn, that's tough. Should have cut off like whatever math class you were taking. Oh, I stopped taking math after like 
My second year, I think. Oh, thank God. Good for you. Did yourself a favor. Man. Um, I had a good week. Um it was um it was like whatever. All right, cool. And you're making me seem like an asshole for not asking, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> that, that was my intention. Was that ask. was my intention. I'm glad you caught that. I was about to ask. I was like, well, oh, yeah, sure you were. Oh yeah. yeah, my week. Then you're like, oh my week, you know. <laughs> all right, continue. Yeah, it was it was pretty uneventful. Um I spent most of it like usual. trying to catch up to Jujutsu Kaisen, the anime. I'm on episode 13, so I'm what six seven episodes behind jesus um i should be caught up i i had said i was gonna catch up by today but uh you fucking lied i had a bunch of other stuff i needed to catch up on and read and watch and it was a mess but slowly like little you. by little uh Jujutsu kaisen i see the hype i see why i won anime of the year um yeah apparently it only gets better from episode 13, so I have that to look forward to this week. Um, it was a pretty good week for anime and manga, in my opinion. Um, there's a couple standouts in the anime side. Uh, Manga-wise, it was pretty good. We, we got our monthly chapter of Records of Ragnarok. Um... That was good. That was all nice and swell. As far as news goes, what do you got for me, Brian? Did, did you say swell? Yeah, you did. Never mind. I was thinking something. My bad. Oh, for news. Let's see. We got... All right. News updates. We're, we're just doing whatever we can find. Not, it's not always going to be... Every week is going to be news, hopefully. Hopefully, you know... Not hopefully. It will, whatever we have in news, we can. Well, I mean, there's always but... news, just not... Nothing like standing out. So yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. So for the first piece of news, we got Blue Lock and Shangri La Frontier are in the anime of Jap- anime Japan 2021 most wanted to like wanting to see that ad- adapted as an anime. They're the most wanted. Yeah. Really, I I would I would have thought Chainsaw Man's um oh but Chainsaw Man was already announced. Chainsaw Man's already gonna have one. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Dude, but I want to see Blue Lock as an anime. I mean, dude, the intensity in the manga is really good. I do too. Um, I I do too. Um, it's about time we get a good soccer anime. What are you talking about? There's Inazuma Eleven. So yeah, it's about time we get a good soccer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've never even watched it myself. Uh, my brother was obsessed with Captain Subasa. That's the OG soccer one. OG, OG. Is that the one where it's like the the anime intro is like kind of looking like he's running on the world, but he's actually running on grass? Where the shirt's white? Uh yeah, his kid is white. I know that. Um, I'm I haven't seen the op the op, but it, I've heard it's good. Um, I've never watched it because it has like a super huge twist at the ending, and my brother told me what the twist you don't like was. Twist? No, my brother told me what the twist was. So, I, so you're like, fuck it. No, not anymore. It, it, if you know the twist, it kind of like ruins it. Ruins it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't like spoilers. And anyone that does like spoilers and then goes and watches it. <clears throat> my bad. You're a fucking psycho to me. All right. <laughs> that is like psychotic behavior. Like, dude, I want to know. Like, hey, this is a spoiler. That's fine. Tell me. I'll watch it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Bro, that's my mom. I cannot watch a movie with her. 
because constantly throughout the whole entire movie, she's just asking me, "Oh, what happens? What happens? What happens? What happens? What?" Just fucking watch it. <laughs> like, is that not why we're watching the movie? Do you do you want me to just to fucking tell you, dude? And then there's those people that tell you, "Hey, so what happens in this? I haven't seen it either. I'm watching it with you." Oh man, that shit makes me laugh. All right, well, let's go into the second uh second piece of news. You want to go with this one? Uh, yes, the 100 Cuckoos campaign. Um. You don't know what this is, huh? No. So this is a, a campaign that Kaku's fiance is having where for they're getting a hundred different people to voice um act scenes from the manga. Every day there's a there's a new um a new person voicing a different scene. It's really cool. They're getting uh famous voice actors, they're getting idols, they're getting um famous artists. It's pretty cool. I mean uh, if you go to their YouTube channel, you can see all the videos that they've done so far. I I don't know. I just thought it was pretty cool that they're doing that. Um, I, I don't know what's taking them so long, but we want an anime. We want it now. But this is just you know a little a little appetizer until then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's not no it's not a Kanojo Mo Kanojo getting an anime after like thirty fucking chapters. <laughs> Hey man, sometimes gag gag manga, manga hits different. I think it's easier to adapt. You can just probably you can just add a whole bunch of different gags to add onto the actual source material. So I I feel mm-hmm. like it's easier to do compared to uh, Kaku's fiance, which I I can't see them really adding much filter that would uh not filter filler. I can't see them adding filler without ruining the actual show. Mm-hmm. But it'd probably be a seasonal thing, anyways. Yeah, I hope it'll be a seasonal. I'm, I'm done wanting a long, long running. <laughs> I think it just stopped. You could put a period after I'm done. No, bro. I am done. I'm done. I'm done with long lasting. Uh, after seeing what they did to Black Clover, I. I, I wish all my favorite mangas get seasonal animes. I really do. Um, speaking of anime, um, yesterday was the seventh annual Anime Trending Awards. Didn't know. You didn't know. So you didn't watch. A little surprise to me. Um, if you don't mind, I can go really quick through all the winners. All right, I don't mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, go, go through them to go through the to, through the winners all right i don't want to hear losers i just want winners in the genre for the different genre awards uh anime adventure of the year was wandering witch the journey of elena comedy anime of the year was kaguya sama levels war of course uh, you'll like this one. Drama anime of the year was Fruits Basket season two. A fucking chorus. I mean, it's it's gonna be across every fucking anime award for best drama. Honestly, I'm telling you, you should watch it. All right. <laughs> Fantasy or magical anime of the year was again Wandering Witch: The Journey of Elena. Dude, you know what the funny thing about that video about about that anime? I saw a video on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it should be that one where that there's. Wait, have you seen it? I haven't. I was wondering. Oh well. I'm pretty sure in this in this um in this anime, a girl gets choked out real bad. 
not like nasty like just she's killing and, her friends and, and that she gets killed and that's funny what is woman suffering funny to you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i actually have seen the scene you're talking about i'm not sure yeah, i'm not uh, sure if it's from uh wandering witch i feel like i think it was but or wait elena i'm pretty sure i think it might have been honestly um we'll go to the next one. sci-fi anime of the year was akudama drive Music anime of the year was Love Live, Nijigasaki, High School Idol Club. Mystery or psychological anime of the year was Akudama Drive. This next winner um, was fucking robbed at the Crunchyroll Awards. Didn't get nominated for anything. Romance anime of the year was My Teen Romantic Comedy, Origaru. I don't know what the hell Country World was thinking. They didn't nominate it for Best Romance. Um, Slice of Life anime of the year was Kukushigoro. Kakushigoro. And Supernatural anime of the year was Jujutsu Kaisen. In the Aspect Awards, Best adapt- Adaptation was Kaguya-sama. I agree with that. Best Animation was Jujutsu Kaisen. Best in character design was Rent-A-Girlfriend. Highly agree with that one. Best original, best original screenplay was Akudama Drive. Best in scenery and visuals was Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena. Best soundtrack was ReZero. And best voice cast was My Teen Romantic Comedy. Sounds good. Best OP... Was Daddy Daddy Do Kaguya-sama season two? Best ending was Lost in Paradise Jujutsu Kaisen. Heavily agree with both of those. And now onto the big categories. Couple of the year was NASA and Sukasa from Tonikawa Over the Moon for You. Not surprised there. Best supporting girl was Echidna from ReZero. Best supporting boy was Otto from ReZero. Best boy was Yu Ishigami from Kaguya-sama. Awesome. I was super happy for that. I'm super happy. He definitely deserved that after that sports festival arc. My boy grew. That's what happened. And just for like a one one episode. Oh, you're going to love this this next one. Best girl was Chizuru Ichinose. From rent a girlfriend. Damn, another dude. That's the second award where you tell me that Toru Honda doesn't win. Yep, Damn. I would have wanted her to win. And she, and this one she was nominated for. But Chizuru, Give some horse. Chizuru, uh, if I remember right, Honda got second place. I think. All right, and to two biggest categories of the night. Best anime movie of the year was Konosuba Legend of the Crimson. <laughs> Just remembering that movie. That is the funniest theater experience I've ever had in my life. Dude, remember that guy that stood up? Is that a JoJo reference? <laughs> yeah, everything's a JoJo reference, dude. That was really funny, bro. Uh, man, I'm so glad we got to watch that in theaters. And then people were throwing out s- sauce 
<laughs> sauce, bro. That was funny, man. Man, weebs cannot get together in spaces like that. They act out. Um, anime of the year. Any guesses? No. Aqu- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You're, oh wait, never mind. I saw it on Twitter. It was Akudama Drive. Oh yeah, it's Akudama Drive, which surprised me. Um, after after seeing these awards, it definitely makes me want to go check out Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, and Akudama Drive, because I it really caught me surprised that it won Anime of the Year. Um, something else that was announced during the Anime Trending Awards is a season two of a certain series. Well, you mean you're basically saying you might as well said it. Rent a girlfriend. All right, fine. I'll say it. Since you're so lazy. Hey. Oh, before. Oh, damn. It's because I didn't. It, oh, that was a good transition. I wanted to say tomorrow's birthday is Union's birthday from uh, Konosuba. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's her birthday tomorrow. Uh, everybody, please wish Union a happy birthday. She needs it. She spends her birthdays alone. She very desperately needs it. <laughs> yeah, she reminds me of you. I don't spend my birthdays alone. You know, if I could, I would be Union's friend. Would you be Union's friend? I'd be Union's no. friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, rent a girlfriend, right? So, yeah. hey, dude, remember? Oh, did the did the thing end for rent a girlfriend at Kinokuniya? Uh, yeah, it did. It was only going on oh, for you wanna, two weeks. You want to tell about that story? <sighs> I swear, bro, that shit was funny. Right. Yes. So there was a pop up shop for rent a girlfriend here in LA, in Little Tokyo. Um, me and Brian went because we wanted to buy as much stuff as we could. And when we get there, seriously, when, when you hear pop-up shop, you, you assume it'd be like a special event going on in the store. You know, they'd have, they'd have, oh, fuck ton. they'd have a fuck ton of merchandise, you know, they, they would go all out. They would decorate the store and stuff. Nope. Dude, you were, you were so happy for the shirt too. Yeah. I really wanted this, sh- this shirt that was being sold <laughs> at the pop-up shop. But when we get there, w- w- how, how much stuff? There's is, only like there's like a rack. The only thing that, yeah, it was not, okay, so it's a four sided rack, and there's only one side of it with just rental girlfriend stuff, and that's it. That was a pop up shop. <laughs> they literally and dude, they had like five pieces of merchandise, and that was it in the entire store. Yeah, all they had were like, like two two sets of pins. Keychains were like four. Uh, this little like pop up, uh, not vinyl. Uh, fuck, I forget what it is, but it, a pop up of the character, which was like three or four, and then the towel, which I told you to get, and no shirts. That's all they had. Yeah, man. It and you had to spend like thirty bucks. Was it thirty bucks? Right? Yeah, thirty bucks. Yeah, you had to get like thirty bucks to get a special bucks. little gift, a bookmark, which was a bookmark. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then okay, so once we're leaving. Uh, we're, we're like getting in line and, and you were like, hey, go, go ahead. I'm like, no, no, you go ahead. I'm like, go, 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 go. And you're like, all right. So you go to the lady to on the middle. I go to the lady at the far right. And then what happens? Okay. So when you, when you purchase $30 or more of rent a girlfriend merchandise, you get the, you get free little bookmarks, right? So I go in and I'm, uh, you get the bookmarks are of the four main girls, right? And I'm hoping I'm going to get my favorite girl 
You know, I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to get Ruka. So since they had so little merchandise, I ended up just buying volumes of, of Rent-A-Girlfriend to, you know, because they were to make it up to make it up. And so I, you know, I get my little bookmark and it turns out I get mommy, right? We get the, I get the antagonist of the show, which I don't really mind. I like mommy, you know, I, I, I truly believe she's going to get a redemption arc. But, you know, as we're leaving the store, I, I look over to Brian and I ask him, like, oh, what bookmark did he get? I got all three. Listen, no, not all three. I can't say all three because it had to be all four. But I got three. I got Mommy, Ruka, and Sumi. This motherfucker got three of them. I don't know how he got three of them. The lady was just nice Dude, and just, just like tossed them in there. And you know what? Dude, people just like <laughs> I don't remember that part. You're <laughs> tossing it in. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Bro, I'm so pissed. The worst luck. You know, and and Brian, knowing knowing how much I love Ruka, he didn't even offer. He's like, nah, fuck you. No, no, no. I didn't say that. You're like, no, you come up to me and you're like, bro, you don't even like Ruka. I'm like, yeah, but knowing that I have it and you don't makes me smile. All right. Can you believe this asshole? No, I'm not going to lie, though. He did buy me a Ruka keychain. Yeah, be happy, bitch. Yeah, yeah. So I, I am grateful for that. But man, fuck, man, fuck that cashier. <laughs> she probably looked at me and she's like, "Yeah, this fool definitely doesn't like mommy," and gave me the mommy. I just know he. Ah, oh, man. It is what it is, though. It is what it is. You know, I just got a bad gotcha pull. Oh, don't worry. The you remember that bobby pin I got? Yeah. It was mommy, but I gave it away. You gave it away. I should have given it to you. Yeah. I don't like mommy. I should have given it to you. Maybe. Um, I'm starting to like mommy a little bit more. Ever since I got the bookmark and I'm f- forced to see her. <laughs> You're forced to like her. Yeah, because I, I I um the that book the bookmarks they gave out, you can like fold them in a certain shape so they they stand up. So I put it I put it next to my, my figures. So now whenever I look at my figures, I see mommy and I don't know, I guess she's starting to grow on me. Man, there's nothing wrong with liking mommy. There's, not, there's everything wrong. There's everything wrong. She, she's just some toxic bitch. Nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of... Yeah, you love your, you love your toxicity. I've had my fair share of toxic girlfriends. All right, well, let's get into the manga. Oh, manga, manga, manga. Let's go through it real quick. Oh, I hate manga. Stop lying, you bitch. <laughs> you know you love that shit. Okay. Um. All right. Quick fire, quick fire, quick fire. Let's go through what happened this week in, in the manga world. No, well, let's say the two that are on break right now is Spy Family and Black Clover. Oh, ah, yes. Yeah. Spy Family and Black Clover were on break this week. Oh wait, isn't Spy Family like bi-weekly? Uh, it is bi-weekly, but um they every now and then um uh they'll drop like boom, they'll drop back to back. Yeah, they'll drop 0.5 chapters where it's like like four pages. Okay, first off, 0.5 chapters aren't real chapters, all right? But but do do they not give you content? Only drawings. I don't want to see drawings. I don't want to see rough sketches. Not really in Spy Family, they give you like four pages. It, it depends. Some of them are. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Point being, Spy Family's on break. 
Um, and Black Clover. So this week in Undead Unluck, Fuko thanks Rip for helping him take down Autumn and asks to join forces. But Rip informs her that that's not possible because they his goal is to steal Ark for himself. But he ends up letting them keep the core of Autumn. Fuko and Andy are left exhausted, but are given their next mission. At the end of the chapter, Juiz, I hope, you know, I've never heard her name said out loud, so I really hope her name is pronounced Ju- Juiz. It's J-U-I-Z. That'd be right, right? Juiz? 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 Uh, That's what I'm guessing. All right. We'll go with that. Juiz meets up with Billy in person. All right. Let's go to Dr. Stone. Now that Senko's team knows the whereabouts about Stanley and his men, Kohaku is going into action, rushes towards the enemy in order to stall them. She is then backed up by Sukasa and Hyoga. Dude, Sukasa and Hyoga are badass. The three strongest fighters in the kingdom of science have one mission as they collide with Stanley's men, and that is to destroy their transceiver. Oh, you know, I was like, I'm trying to catch up, mm-hmm. right? Um, and today, like, I think last night, I didn't see the, I barely saw the reference to towards One Piece. Like where they separate from the, the Goy Mary, the mobile. No, no, no. When they oh, separate the, from the 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 mobile, yeah, yeah the X, the yeah, the X. I, I, I like, oh shit, that's it, that's sick. That was sick. Shout out to Boychi for that. For real. All right, let's go. Uh, in Yozakura family, the battle between Shinzo and the human weapon continues. We finally get a flashback explain explaining the origin of Shinzo's timid personality. After activating the blooming for the first time, Shinzo was traumatized by the damage and destruction he had caused. You know, so the kid, um, he activates the blooming, which is uh, a special ability that re- that um, resides inside his blood, right? His family bloodline. But he went, he, he couldn't control it, so he went crazy and he killed a bunch of people and it traumatized the hell out of him. You know, I feel like that would traumatize any kid. Hey, so you're watching this, not religiously, but you're reading this, right? You're like really, you actually like. I it, am. Right? It's it's starting to really grow on me. Um, I read it when it first started. Um, uh, when I told you, you told me to. Re- you just yeah, I told you to read it. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is a not. Yeah, I like it. This knockoff spy family. <laughs> I, I did that. not. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> uh, I totally said that. I totally said you're about to cover up your I totally said it was a knockoff spy family, but it really caught me off guard. I think um, uh, when when the grandfather was introduced, that's when the story Bond. That's when the story um uh, diverged from where spy family is, you know, because spy family spy family um resides in a pocket. But when the grandpa was introduced, and we get this whole um uh, the tampopo organization mm-hmm. that's when it like it veers off and it, it started like really creating creating its own lane and i've been hell enjoying it ever since it's really really good surprisingly you see everything i fucking give you it's amazing listen to this guys just listen to me all right i'm right I'm this comes right. from the guy that wants me to watch high school dxd that's not true oh that's oh so you're gonna lie you're gonna cap now <laughs> Is that's that not true. You... I'm not telling you to watch DXD. Bro, you've, I'm just you've literally, it, I've watched it. I'm not gonna lie. You literally told me, bro, I... that's why you need to watch DXD. And next thing you know, 
You're gonna like it. Trust me. For the plot. Ah, uh, yeah. You come for one thing. No, you come for one thing. You stay for the other. Right. Well, I was I was about to say we'll see, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna check out High School DxD. Not anytime soon, at least. But but other than that, I mean, you have been pretty spot on with your recommendations. Um. I'd say I'm spot on with my recommendations, but you don't even check them out because you're an asshole. That's not true. I've read the You've read like two of like how many recommendations I've given you? Let me see what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to remember. I'm trying to remember. Okay, you gave me Blue Lock. All right, I, think I gave you Blue Lock. What else did you give me? I gave you a bunch, bro. Okay, but you can't tell me you. I know for a fact you can't tell me you've given me QQ. Fire Force. Dude, honestly, I've given you more than you've given me. No, not true. I just check them out. You don't. That's the difference. <laughs> That's not true. I Like I said, I didn't check out Blue Luck. I actually read it all the way. Oh, there's also... um, I'm forgetting that. I'm blanking out on the name. Fucking... um, What's the School Rumble? School Rumble, yes. Um, uh, you want you got me to see, uh, not see. Well, I saw it on my own, but you got me to read a fucking. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking out today, dude? Uh, you got me to read Nisekoi. That's another one. That's three. Um, I've I've recommended you a whole bunch, bro. I've told you. Um, oh, another one was a uh, Tower of God. Uh, I told oh, you, yeah. Tower of God. I told you, Berserk. You still haven't gotten on Berserk. That's gonna take too long. You have no idea what you're missing out on. Um, trust me, I'm good. <laughs> trust me, you're not. But anyway, uh, how about you tell us what went on in My Hero? What didn't go on? That's funny. Uh, you got Hawks wanting to be involved in the Toroki family issue and wants to help out Endeavor. He then wants to know about one for all so endeavor points him towards deku by saying like kind of questioning like i don't know not questioning but he's like deku like that and then you see bakugo kind of caring for deku just in his own way you know he's screaming out why are you still why are you still sleeping while i'm awake and then everyone's basically worried about him and then towards the end you kind of get all my you know talking to deku and saying oh you're you're probably having a talk with the with the past holders and Loki, that's that's something I do want to talk about. Like, what do you like? What do you like? What are we? What's gonna happen? What do you think and stuff like that? So, if anything, we'll, we could talk about it a, bit, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to go in on that. Um, this week in Mashal, Finn is confront confronted by Carpaccio. He refuses to give up the last crystal since <laughs> that's a representation of Mash Ma- Mash's future. In a last-ditch effort, Finn finally reveals his personal magic, which causes um, the person being hit with it to pretty much teleport to a different location. Um, it reminds me a lot of uh, Law's fruit, the Room Room fruit, and Sasuke's uh, Renegon power, where mm-hmm. you can um, you can switch places with something. It's the same concept as that. It's pretty cool. Um, All right. What's next, Brian? All right, we what we got? Comic can't communicate. So Mambagli, uh, uh, Mambagi vaguely confessed, but like saying how you know, oh, I have a friend that likes this what person. A bitch. 
So that what a little Miha. So that and then she was kind of talking about how she didn't want her she didn't want to ruin that friendship with Tadano because obviously she's talking about him. And I think Tadano kind of put it together who he was talking about because you know, you know, he kind of reminds the he remembers the when Mambagi said I love you in a, in her sleep. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And eventually she kind of Oh, he kind of remi- remembered. Th- All right, so the way Mambagi was kind of talking reminded Tadano of Komi. So I was like, yo, looks like something's up right there. And then, you know, Komi, we have the same uh, scene from Komi from last week's chapter where Komi's like heartbreaking, heartbroken and going outside. And then, but after that, we have Mambagi going to her and telling her that she didn't confess and then they cried together. Mambagi is such a little miha, bro. See, this is why she deserves to lose. I don't know. You leave Mambagi alone. Man, I hope she gets stepped over. Um, On a lighter note, <laughs> in Kaku's fiance, now we are finally given the name of Erica's brother. His name is Sosuke. She reminisces on the time that they played together as kids in the Via. In the via. Um, but when they, dis- when they finally start playing um, Super Mario Bros., they noticed that the latest save file was from three days ago, just one day before they ended up first getting to the vi- via. Villa. V- via. Villa. Via. I know you're doing this to piss me off on purpose. <laughs> you piece of shit. Um, Omino figure. Come on, we're not. <laughs> we're not savages, man. Omino figure figures that. You know, Sosuke has been using the via, and he he realizes, oh, you know, he's probably still in town. So he runs out to try to find him. Um, Erica runs after him because she's scared. She's scared to confront the older brother she's been looking for because she feels she's not mentally or emotionally prepared. And honestly, that makes sense. I don't think she is ready for that. Uh, Umino reassures her, saying that, "Don't worry, I'm gonna be there with you." He's my big brother after all, which is also true. You know, this entire time, um, at least personally, I've been worried about how Eric is going to face him. But Umi knows his real younger brother. So that's a conversation that needs to be that needs to happen. But at the same time, remember, is that's kind of denying him. So uh, and if you're if your theory about like it being heroes, heroes, fiance, uh, yeah. Who knows? Like, there's there's so much. So like, we'll have to see if it really is, you know, her, like his brother or because we don't know. Yeah, dude. You're right. We don't know. There's still a lot of stuff that is a mystery. Mm-hmm. And let's go to rent a girlfriend. So continue off of last week, Kazuya went to a party with Chizuru. And so not much happened. Just, you know, you have Kazuya feeling out of place at the party because he knows that everyone's like a top tier person there. And a little bit later, Chizuru gets dragged to hang out. But as she's getting dragged, she looks back at Kazuya. So I'm like, hmm, something, something's happening there. You know that, you know, that something's going to happen. So she goes, does, does some rounds. She says it herself. She's doing rounds. He's eating by himself. He's like, oh. you know, you know how he has his self-doubts. They have that inner monologue again, which I appreciate. And then she just comes back. I was about to say backs. She comes back 
ends up eating with him and then you have uh umi staring at them yeah man what do you think is up with umi staring at them you think he likes chizuru or you think he ships them of course he like no of course he likes chizuru he he did confess to her so wait was it a co- yeah he he confessed right he yeah. did yeah, wasn't it? Or was it that he just asked if he likes uh, if Chizuru likes Kazuya? Was it that? Um, I'm pretty it? sure he. No, he did. He did ask her about that, but I thought he. No, cause... I thought she. Because I'm on. Un- I'm under the impression that he ships them. That he wants them to be together from um, last chapter. Um, I don't know if you read the actual text Umi sent her. But in the text, he refers to Kazuya as you know who. So I'm assuming that um, Umi is aware of what's going on between Kazuya and Chizuru. Maybe, you know, because um, we've never really seen Chizuru um, like talk to friends about like her feelings or anything like that. We see uh, Kazuya talk to his friends all the time, but this is the first time Kazuya sees like, oh, you know, like Chizuru has her own group of friends. And I feel like Umi is aware of like, uh, Chizuru starting to gr- have feelings for Kazuya. At least that's what I think. I I I hope he doesn't like Chizuru. But don't don't you don't you remember like when he lied about having a girlfriend? That's why I think like he has feelings for her. You think so? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, like next chapter, it gets shown more. But who knows when? How many chapters? Some like something that Umi will do. Yeah, I'm assuming next. Next week's chapter is going to revolve around Umi and whatever the hell he has in store for Kazuya. Mm-hmm. In Kaguya-sama this week, Miyuki and Kaguya find themselves alone after school when the rest of the student council has, st- uh, has stuff they need to take care of. They sit around and they pretty much talk about what they believe is the meaning of life and what they find to be their ideal selves. Miyuki's ideal self is someone who can bring peace to the world. While on the opposite side of things, Kaguya's ideal self is someone who can rule over the world. Kaguya then says that they probably aren't a good mix, but Miyuki says that he doesn't believe that. He believes they are a good mix because he thinks that in a world ruled by Kaguya, it would be at peace, which I thought was kind of cute. Um, I'm not so sure about that. I'm pretty sure the world would not be at peace if Kaguya ruled over it, but we'll let him believe what he wants. They eventually go over to Miyuki's house because Kaguya hasn't seen his new apartment. Um, as it turns out, nobody is home. They're they're waiting for Kay, his younger sister, to show up because it's her turn to cook that night. But Kay sends them a text saying that she's not going to be home until tomorrow. Miyuki then shows Kaguya around her room, around his room, and tells her to sit on the bed, saying it's very comfortable. He then remembers a piece of advice that his dad gave him because Miyuki wanted a bunk bed that has a desk in the bottom instead of a, another bed at and his father tells him not to that just his his dad pretty much tells him trust me son in the future you'll understand why miyuki doesn't get it until he realizes that hey him and kage are home alone until the next day then he realizes what you know his dad was trying to tell him 
I don't know, man. Little slow on the it's little slow on the He's a little right slow there, on man. the uptake. But yeah, man. Nah, but it happens from time to time, though. Not gonna lie. Mm, crazy, bro. Kage is gonna stay the night. What do you think is gonna happen? Nothing. Bet. I bet you right now nothing's gonna happen. I don't know, bro. I think something is gonna happen. Um, I don't think I don't think they're gonna have sex, but I feel like something's gonna happen. They're at least gonna like cuddle together. I, I don't know. Yeah, that. But I don't know. It's just that Kage is already what like two hundred chapters deep. We're already like nearing the climax of the story. Trent, and she's gonna be in her climax. <laughs> Fucking. <dumb. laughs> Probably, who knows? Well, Miyuki's a virgin, so they're both. Yeah, yeah, they're both virgins. We'll have to wait and see. Right, well, let's go. Let's go into One Piece. So, One Piece, Sanji's still uh being held hostage by Black Maria, and she's kind of beating the shit out of that dude. Uh, she's telling him, "Call Nico Robin, or else I'm gonna kill you." And then, you know, next thing you know, Sanji goes and calls her, and Black Black Maria is surprised. Mm, I wouldn't say Sanji is surprised. Uh, Robin said then says that she's gonna she doesn't like being doesn't like seeing her friends getting beat up. So she'll bring out the devil within. Robin is accompanied by Brooke, then who then frees Sanji, but the webs have been haven't tied up. And honestly, you know, I saw on Instagram like you you remember when it happened? Uh, oh, fuck, what arc is it? Dude, there's so many arcs I'm forgetting now. Tell me what uh, happened. Uh, when Robin was first captured. Oh yes, in Water Seven. Yeah, what in Water Seven, right? So they were talking about um, how Sanji was fighting a uh, the woman there, but eventually a woman came, like a Nami came, so one of the females in the crew came mm-hmm. to save him because he was gonna lose one way or another. So they kind of predicted that same thing happening with uh, Black Maria. So one of the uh, females in uh in the crew is gonna save them, and you know they 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 basically got it on the dime. Well, I I don't think that's a real. I don't think that's like a prediction. I I felt like that was obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was an obvious thing. That's like people. I mean, I don't know if people would think like, oh, Sanji's finally gonna do it. Nah, he nah. wouldn't. I think the same He's thing's gonna happen. Not. He's not gonna hit a woman. But I don't know, bro. I actually want to talk a little bit more about Sanji later. Let me let me get through the last last series we have. Um, in records of Ragnarok, you know, we got a we got a chapter this week. Buddha is confronted by the gods that were angered by his decisions to fight for humanity. Zeus, even though he's angry at Buddha, he allows him to compete on the part of the humans, but you know he pretty much sets him up. He says, "All right, you're gonna fight for the humans." Fuck it, then. You're going to go up against the seven lucky gods. But technically, it's against the rules for Buddha to go up 1v7. But the lucky gods pull up an ace out of their sleeve. They all fuse together to create, apparently, the ace lucky god, which is the bringer of misfortune. Not out of their sleeve, out of their <laughs> ass. Out of their ass. Um, <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, it's exciting everyone's afraid of buddha like in this chapter like you can see everyone's reactions like everyone's scared shitless of buddha i i'm assuming he's a must be a monster yeah because i mean even earlier on like when he first got introduced 
that fool was like stopping the fight and made everyone he was stop. Casually stopping people fighting. It's kind of weird that they made him look hipster. His character design? I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Like it was it's a it's a cool design. It's just kind of weird. Because you know, you when you see Buddha, yeah, you when you expect Buddha, you know. You're expecting to be like big, bald, like, and fat. No, no, not big, bald, and fat, but at least bald and kind of like wearing the same robes that that they use. Mm. I, I feel like I feel like um Buddha's gonna have a power up or a form where he turns into that. Where he like turns bald and giant, you know, kind of like um, kind of like what you see Buddha depicted in in all the all the statues. I feel like I feel like that he's gonna pull that out once he gets pushed, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, bro, what do you think about Records of Ragnarok in general? Say it again. Um, I just really like how they pay attention to detail, give the back, like, the, every character has a background to it, even on the, like, both sides, basically. Um, very, like, really intense with each other. I just think it's a really good manga intensities up there. Uh, paying attention to, like, character designs, um, good character designs, I think you, you do kind of go, uh, deviate a little bit, I guess, from what they really look like. Well, that's the thing. Nobody knows what they really look like. These are gods. No, no, no. I was talking about like human wise. I think too. I think some of it kind of go deviates a little bit, not too much. Really? Either. Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like from that. the humans that we've seen, we don't know what any of them actually look like. You got Lubu. You got yeah, Adam. Lubu. You know, Lubu's Adam's from on, like Adam's hundreds only, like, of years ago. Adam's the first human ever, so we have no idea what he looked like. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, keeping him to like with his with like almost no clothing would obviously, you know, be typical because I mean, he is depicted yeah. like that in the in with just a little leaf covering his junk. Um, yeah. and then we have like Jack the Ripper, like, no one even knows if he's real because he was never caught. Well, he is real, he was just never caught. Well, that's it. They don't know if he was real. They don't know his face. No, no they don't know if, if he's anything. real because they don't know if it was just one person committing all those murders. They they were actually never to do it. That's why he's um he's like a legend of Victoria, Victorian England, Victorian mm-hmm. era. But I don't know. I think they're doing a spectacular job with everything, the art and the story. I'm I'm really hopeful for the anime. I hope they do a good job. How, how how do you feel they're gonna do go around uh doing the anime? You think they're gonna take like five episodes per fight? Nah, I think they'll do it. They do it. I feel like that'll ruin the pacing of it. Um, I think they'll probably do like probably two fights per episode. What? what? Two fights per episode? Yeah, I don't feel like Bro, they're gonna. We're yeah, only like, like forty chapters in, and every every fight is like. Eight chapters. We've only we've only had. This is our eighth fight. No, this is our seventh fight. Oh, then yeah, they probably then you're probably right. They're probably gonna never mind. They're yeah, they're gonna do one fight per chapter. I mean, since you're doing like eight chapters, you're probably gonna have like a lot of info to put for one fight. 
So I think yeah, because we'll be... um, because they have like... they have like, the average is like around like eight to nine chapters per fight, and then every chapter is like forty to fifty pages. So yeah, I I I can even see them um like stretching two fights two one fights fight. to, like for one whole season. Nah, I doubt they'll do that though. If it's gonna be like a seasonal, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna probably like take out some stuff. Watch, I bet. I don't. I, I, I feel don't like think so because um because it's a monthly right, and if we go off of um, well, the only other really big monthly anime uh, manga that comes to my head is like Attack on Titan, like Attack and on Titan. the anime is doing a chapter and a half per episode. So if we get a 12 episode first season, then yeah, I, I can see them putting the first two fights in season one. Yeah, see, so that's the thing. We need we need a they not, they still haven't like said how many episodes. Um, I actually have no idea. I haven't I haven't um looked up any yeah. updates since it was announced. Yeah, so if they if they do that like 12, 12 episodes per season or the twelve episodes episodes for that season you're probably going to be like stuff crunched up watch but if they do the 24 then they'll probably do like a chapter and a half maybe a little more or i i feel like they'll probably skip some things that are, are like not too too important i feel mm. like but i feel like a lot of it is important though so i feel like they shouldn't skip out on stuff too much they don't have to be like panel for panel because i mean i usually do appreciate that but if anything you know you could skip some I mean, I can see them skipping some, as long as you... some things or maybe rushing yeah. other stuff. But I, the thing that worries me the most is um that they're going to cut story for action. And that's what I don't want. Because I, I, I mm. love action and the fight scenes in, this, in the manga. But what really gets to me is the story, the backgrounds, the flashbacks. Yeah, but... But the thing is, you it's a, it's an action. So I feel like I wanted more action. I don't mind like some of the story getting cut off, but uh, I would appreciate for both things. But uh, when I go for like an, a fighting, a tournament type of thing, I go more for like the fights. I don't really want to hear too much of the of the background, but I would appreciate both. I just think that they should focus more on the fights than the background. Yeah, but at the same time, if you look at the last. The last series that did that, the last anime that that tried doing that, that cut story for fights and action. Baki. Uh, no, I'm thinking God of High School. Because that's what God of High School did. They cut a bunch of story for the fight scenes, for the action, and they got uh, a good. I... They got good fight scenes, but the anime was not at the same level of as the Mon one was. No, honestly, I think. I think I think overall it was just like done. It wasn't done right. Even the fight scenes were too rushed for me. I feel like you get like less than a, okay, not less than a minute, but I just feel like a lot of fight scenes were rushed. Like when you have Mori versus Dai Day, mm. I don't know how to say his name. I feel like there wasn't enough fighting in there. I feel like it was a really rushed fighting scene. I don't think is I don't think it was just rushed. I think they just try to make it realistic. Because I mean, most martial arts fights aren't like ten minutes long. 
uh you know and especially with how how in depth they go into like about taekwondo and and fighting techniques and things like that well at least in the manhwa right i i always assumed they'd they'd make the anime more realistic than your average one you know which is what makes the choreography and the fights so well but i mean it's all subjective yeah i mean like i'm telling you baki those fight scenes like okay those fight scenes are something else although it's unrealistic i think those fight scenes are just something else because even if they're like let's say two three minutes dude a lot's happening i just that's what i mean like i think when it comes to fighting i think i look to like baki if anything because baki is really good with their fight scenes mm. so i i kind of well we'll see what happens because i feel like i want a little more fight than the story but at the same time i would appreciate the you know, story we'll come back to it and we'll see we'll see if they went more story or more fight we'll see we'll see which more, one of us yeah. got what we wanted I'm real. if not i'm throwing everything <laughs> drop in the series yeah since we we're talking about like ragnarok anime let's go into anime a little bit yeah like just like let's get through some some things of the anime all right how about we talk about the episodes that most caught our attention you wanna you wanna go with qq or you wanna go ray zero um, let's talk about i'll go ray zero all right, all right. go so, in ReZero this week, um, the episode starts with Ram is finally seeing Amelia in a new light. She she then admits to her that this entire time she's just been, like, faking respecting her. You know, because it's a maid's job to respect the master. But she feels like she can finally really respect Amelia. I thought that was a really good moment. I felt like that added a lot to Ram's character. Mm-hmm. Um, Roswell, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? My bad. It's because I remember like the other day I was there. You know how they have like uh, every time, every once in a while, they have like uh, let's say an anime or a manga po- uh, manga uh, page on IG. Mm-hmm. They have like waifu wars, and whenever it's RAM, they put the fucking computer shit. <laughs> yeah, they always use RAM. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But yeah, um, Roswell eventually comes to interrupt. He tries to fuck with Amelia, you know, tries to get her riled up. But, you know, Amelia, she she's she's too much like Subaru now, you know. She's I don't want to say she's a copy of Subaru, but he's really like worn off worn off on her. So she's able to brush off all of Roswell's um all of his teasings. And she goes back in to do the second trial. Um, Roswell eventually goes to where Yuzu is and Ram stops him. You know, Ram pretty much tells him that, hey, you know, I can't let you do whatever the fuck it is you, you were planning out of love. You know, and then Roswell, I feel so bad for Ram, bro. Because Ram is like obsessed. She loves him to death. But Roswell just doesn't care, bro. He's still he's still caught up on his feelings for Echidna. 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 And all right. You know. All right, little <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> we then go back to the mansion where we find Petra running for her life. You know, she does not want to fucking die because Roswell has already given out the fucking order to kill everyone at the mansion. Um, Right before Petra is going to die, Frederica shows up and saves her, you know? Tells her to run. Petra doesn't want to run because she wants to go and try to save Rem. Because Rem is unconscious in her coma. Poor little Rem. Um, Petra decides to run anyway. And as she's running away, she's crying out, wishing that Subaru would save her. And out of nowhere, Subaru is there. Subaru, Subaru tells her, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. I'm here. Um... I may not be strong enough to fight her, but there's someone here that is. And we cut back to Frederica fighting. And right as Frederica is going to be gutted like a fish, her little brother Garfield shows up and saves her. And I thought that was a really touching reunion. It was. You know, it's nice to see that Garfield, you know, finally left the sanctuary. He's there to save his big sister. And... I'm really, man, I'm excited to see Garfield kick some ass. That was been kicking ass. He has been kicking ass. Dude, when he fucking fucking smashed the shit out of Subaru. Hey, bro, Subaru tanked that. Well, he didn't tank that, but he, he ate that. He took it like a man. <clears throat> All right, let's talk a little bit about QQ. So Futuro goes into the room where the uh, the quintuplet, quintuplets are. I said quintuplets. This dude, and you know he wants to find out which one of the girls was were was the one that came to him and said, "Oh, let's break off the teacher student um, relationship." So, but then eventually you have the grandpa coming in. He has to hide, and then under he's under the kotatsu. I forget. I forget what it's kotatsu, called. Kotatsu. Yeah. Yeah, the kotatsu. Kotatsu. And you know, here you have a you have him under looking at he's like right where their thighs are. Oh hey, RIP to the people that love the thighs in that anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he's like checking one of the one by one their their thighs, then he finds a bruise. And then you know they all get called out. He's like, which one of it one of them were was it? And then kind of go a little bit later, you have Nino talking to Ichigo like, hey, let's go for let's go for a let's go take a shower and then get into the hot spring because Nino wants to talk about the love, the love of her life right now. So they have a little bit of love talk. Not much happened. I mean, just Nino talking about it one sided and then you have Ichika kind of have a inner monologue about it, like not saying like who she loves, I think. And then you get, you know, the famous line of Ichika saying, oh, Nino's like a train that's not stopping of love. Yeah, a non-stop train of love. Yeah, dude, that that was that was cool. Dude, it's crazy, like, how, how cute she can be. Nino? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nino is cute. She's, um, once you get past her, like, her wall. Her dominatrix. <laughs> her dominatrix side. Yeah, because, um, Nino puts up a wall, you know, doesn't let anyone in other than her sisters, but once you get past that, Nino's just a regular girl. Yeah, and then later after that, because 
Ichigo started feeling down about that. So Poor she kind of <laughs> she kind of went away. She didn't go away, but she's kind of started going out. And then Yotsuba catches her. Yotsuba notices it. They have a little talk up on the roof. And then you have Yotsuba telling her, that, telling Ichika, like, you know, you don't have to hold back anymore. I just want you to do what you want to do. Shout out to Yotsuba, bro. Shout out to Gotsuba for giving my girl Ichika the confidence she needs. Because after, um, because it's true, after the mom, after their mom died, you know, Ichika stepped up. You know, she she realized that she couldn't be a kid anymore. She had to be the older sister for everyone. And after this talk with Yotsuba, you know, Ichika realizes, hey, you know, like, like you don't need, you don't need to do that anymore. Like, like we're fine now. Like we, we're we're no longer, you know, dealing with our grief. We've moved on. You can go back to being yourself. You can go back to being a little selfish. And, you know, it was... That's what Ichika's going to do. Ichika, Ichika knows that she doesn't want anyone else to have Futuro. So she's going to fight for him in her own way. Shout out to Ichika, best girl. <laughs> All right. So after that, towards like... Now we're getting towards the end. And then the fake Itsuki's is you know is shown as miku then itsuki actually tells miku hey go to futuro because he wants to challenge you one last time to see if you are the person you know and then they come in together to a room he he challenges her for revenge then he 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 says like oh ichika she's like plays along with it she's mad about it while she's walking away she like grabs her fist she's like so mad she's making her butt she's fist let me stop there. <laughs> I was about to say she's <laughs> she, she balled up her fist. Just, yeah, dude, I was about to say she, <laughs> she balls up her fist, and then you know Futaro sees that, and then that's when he says Miku, and then she just runs towards him, and then you know that's the oh that's not the end of the episode actually. That's how their little situation ends up, and then you know you get to the end and you have one of the girls running up to him. On the bell, and then they ring the bell. Or they, they, they skip that that like little dialogue of wanting to kiss. No, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see that at the beginning of next week's episode. Well, we'll see. Um, they've been doing the that same. A lot. They've been skipping out like it's the same. It's the same thing think? they did with the boat scene. How the in one episode we don't see see what happens, but in the next episode we do see what happens in the beginning of it. How are they gonna do yeah. with the bell? Imagine they don't. Nah, there's no way they're not gonna do it. It's, it's super important. It's probably the most important scene up to this point in the anime. Yeah. Oh, dude, honestly, oh, we'll talk about. It. We'll talk. Like, I want to talk a little, a little bit about it about the anime. Well, let's do it right now. I mean, well, let's just get through the, let's just do it right through now. the other stuff, and then we'll just let's just do it right it. now. Well, all right. Well, fuck it. Uh, what like what do you think of like what they've done with season two? Like, like skipping some some scenes that you, that I feel like are kind of important. They've only skipped one scene that's important. Oh, well, well, not skipping scenes. In my like, opinion, they're not skipping scenes, but they're like doing this weird thing where they'll show the scene, but they won't show the full thing until the next episode, which kind of. Which is kind of weird. I feel like I don't think so. Um, I mean, the only the only time they've done that is for the boat scene. 
Yeah, but like if they're gonna do it again with the what just happened at the end of this episode, I feel like that's just kind of weird. No, nah, it's yeah. they're just doing it for cliffhangers. They want to end the chapter on a good cliffhanger. Wait, the chapter. Oh, I mean the episode. They want to end the episode on a cliffhanger, which I think is fine. I mean, as long as they don't skip it, I don't have a problem. Hey, didn't they skip like I think what last week's uh like the interaction between Ichika and Miku? Oh, which interaction? When they're talking about the test, didn't Ichika kind of say something about it in there too? I'm pretty sure that she did. When they're like, "Oh, you know, if I get the highest score, I'll be I'll be the I'll confess to Futsaru." Futsaru? Ichika never said that. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. So that I felt like something else happened there. No, in in the manga, what happens is um, Miku tells Ichika, and then um, Ichika, they they were it was pretty faithful because then um, Miku tells Ichika, and Ichika says, "Oh, okay, you know, good for you." But then later on, we see when Ichika is studying, she tells herself, "She's like, oh, you know, I need to study harder. I need to study study harder," and which is what she does, you know, which is really impressive because Ichika, she's the one working and studying. And she still got, you know, first place. Um, and after that, in the anime, you know, we get to see, you know, Miku congratulating her and Ichika feel, feeling guilty. But Ichika never said anything to her. No, then. Ichika never said anything about her being the one to confess that she got first place. Because up until her conversation with Yotsuba, she was holding back. Even though, even though she studied and tried her hardest to get first place to keep Miku from confessing. Um, until her conversation with Yotsuba, Ichika never actively tried to go after uh, Futuro. Jeez, dude, I'm forgetting shit so much. The only, the only really important scene or chapter that the anime has skipped out on, which is super shocking to me, considering um, you know, we know how the manga ends. Was um Yotsuba's date with Futuro? Oh, that chapter right. where Yotsuba and Futuro go out on a date where Fut- uh Yotsuba goes out to buy clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they skip that, you know, and that's pretty big because that's, that's the chapter where Yotsuba first takes Futuro out to the swings. Oh yeah, because then that that that's the swings come up later. Yeah, and the swings, you know, come back later. I'm um, uh, during Yotsuba towards the end. Yeah, so that that really surprised me because Yotsuba's date happens before I'm um, uh, the final exams, and you know that's a really big because that's a really big chapter for Yotsuba, and we didn't get it. So, I, you know, but what what I what really doesn't make sense for me is that in the OP, in the OP, you see Yotsuba on the swing. But yeah, we didn't get that scene. So well, I'm assuming it's going to happen is that we're going to get it in a flashback, which doesn't make fucking sense. You know, why, why, why make that scene happen in a flashback when it, you could have just done it, you know, in chronological order? Because uh, Yotsuba, Yotsuba goes out on a date with Futuro. Um, right after um, they move into that new apartment, because it's uh, Yotsuba takes them out as a as a form to say thank you for teaching them for free. So 
I don't know, bro. It it just doesn't make sense. That that's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me. I I hope they fix it. Although, like I said, it it doesn't make sense that if they make it a flashback. See that then that's. Mm, I mean, they've been animating it pretty well, so they're doing something like that. I feel like. I mean, they're doing a good job. I like, really enjoyed season two. Yeah. They have some good scenes. Hey, dude, they're using like the same scene, like some of the old scenes, right? Or am I just tripping? Um, like when they, I think that, one, right? yeah, I think they are. All right, yeah, because I feel like they are. I just I wasn't sure if I was tripping or not. Because I, when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's that's for sure that the the art style from last last yeah, season. they're not reanimating them. Um, I'm assuming you know it's a cut cost. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know what? We never got to talk about episode seven and how it was animated. You know when Nino's on the bike, and then when they all go into the water for Futaro, I thought those those were animated they really were well. Really well animated. Um, yeah, dude, they they've been doing a kick-ass job. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I wonder, like, what do you think? One more season to do? One more season, you think? Or like, how do you, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, one more season? If or they two? don't cut off anything, yeah, we'll get one more season. If they cut. If they really don't care and they just butcher the series, it'll end this season. That's why they better not. I hope. I really hope they don't either. But we're past like what a hundred chapters now, right? Yeah, we're um, at the sister war arc. So yeah, we're we're still in the sisters war arc, which is um about three quarters of the way through the story, I think. Shit, we'll probably we'll probably get like one more season if we're lucky. If not, they'll end it this this season. Or like what episode eight, nine, going on to nine. Nah, they're not gonna. I feel like it's too too little. Uh, It's not. I feel like they're gonna. If they were to do that, they're gonna crunch too much, and it's not gonna be working out. I just can't picture where they're gonna cut. They're gonna finish the season off. Because season one ended as a cabin, you know, that made sense. Yeah. I don't. But they didn't end at a cabin. Well, more or less, they ended at the hospital. But it was the cabin arc, if anything. I'll just call it the cabin arc for now. For now, the the school trip. Um, it was. I yeah, it was a school trip arc. I thought it was just them. No, um, Futuro missed the. Bus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Um, yeah, and I I assumed that they were gonna end season two. Where this episode ended with the bell scene. Yeah, but see the way that how like I feel like the pacing is like past that because of the pacing. It's obviously going to be past that. So we'll just have to see like what happens next. Like we're almost done with this season. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm just hoping hoping that we do get a season three. I'm hoping we get a season three too. So I could collect it all. Um, you know what isn't cutting off any scenes? What's up? Um, Horimiya has been super faithful. Uh, no, I feel like they've been cutting some scenes, but not, not like any, not major any, thing. anything important. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they should have probably said like how that one green-haired kid came into the story. I mean, he's not like a full-on major character, but he's a funny character. He, well, you you know how I told you that I I reread it recently. 
Mm. It wasn't a lot, um, right? Um, he he doesn't really get introduced until a little bit later. That's when like you get you gotta figure out like his personality, what makes him him, you know. Um, it's around the time where he gets in, where his little sister gets introduced to the story. Hmm. So yeah, I've... no, I I think it's been really Absolutely. faithful. They just cut off like unimportant stuff, like fluff. Yeah, I feel like they're just getting on with the the serious moments of the story. So it's I feel like it's it's doing good. Honestly, I like it. I like uh, the OPs changed a little bit, yeah, and then you know this episode you had awesome, bro. How it changed. I thought that was a really yeah, good and touch. then you this this week's episode was like showing. Talking about like Sengoku's, uh, Sengoku, like it's talking about like the first beginning opening was like talking about Sengoku and how he struggles, which I thought was really cool because mm-hmm. you know, um, to everybody, like so Remy's talking about how he's weak, and like one people, some people see this part, but for that part, there's this, and then for that other part, there's this other part of that same thing. Yeah, this is really nice like, seeing how, um, uh, Remy and Sengoku first got together. Yeah, I thought it was- the that one book. Uh, oh fuck, I wrote it down. Uh, the day before the world ends. Mm-hmm. That was a good book. Uh, wow, what am I saying? That was a good book. Like if I fucking <laughs> read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I thought it was really cool how um Remy first approached Sengoku, um. You know, because uh, Remy's used to, like, everyone having a crush on her because she's really cute and popular and stuff. But what yeah. first catches uh, her her attention about Sengoku is that Sengoku... Uh, was like, nah, she's a normal girl. No, that actually, that's not what caught her attention. Or at least that's not what I think caught her attention. I feel like that did, because, like, that scene comes before, like, he goes up top when she... Before she no, goes no, no, up no. Top it, it's the other thing he said. Is because the guys were making fun of Sakura, calling calling uh Remy and Sakura the beauty and the beast, and yet oh. he says, "Nah, they're both just normal girls." Oh, that well, yeah, it comes to the normal thing I was talking about. But yeah, you're right. That that part. I think is is the fact yeah. that he was defending Sakura, because um, you know how Sakura is so insecure, and Remy's pretty much the only person that knows that. Yeah, here's this other guy, like com- some complete stranger, defending her best friend. I feel like that's what really made him, uh, really made Remy take interest in Sengoku, which is really, which is a really good touch. Um, knowing, having already seen um, the beginning of Rem, Remy and Sakura's friendship. You know, I feel like Sakura's not even ugly. She's like, she's cute. Sakura, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like just having Remy as a best friend is doesn't help. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, when you have, like, that person right next to you that you're hanging out with all the time that's better looking, obviously, you're going to be compared to them. Because some people just like to do that. Fucking fucking normies. (laughs) Yeah, just like you and me, you know, I'm the better looking one, and everyone's like, oh, that dude, you're the beast. Oh, yeah, Josie's the beast for sure. (laughs) You know. Yeah, man, see, man, I only wish Remy was as nice as you were. We both know that's not happening. Oh wait, no, I meant the opposite. I just wish you were as nice as Remy. <laughs> Still not happening. Yeah, that's not happening. 
No, man. Uh, you wanna you wanna talk about what was it that Mushika? Oh, I can't say Mushoku Tensei. So let me talk. Let me talk a little bit about the most overlooked anime of the season. Yeah, I'm not watching it, so I'll let you go off on this. All right. So Mushoku Tensei, the jobless reincarnation. This fucking show is crazy, bro. I'm so hooked on this. Uh believe it or not. This this show has me more hooked than anything else I'm watching this season. Even more than Attack on Titan. Although that's unfair because I've read the Attack on Titan manga, so I know what's going on in the anime. So I don't have as much as anticipation as everybody else. Uh, you're you're hooked on that more than you're hooked on heroin? <laughs> Bro, if if I can inject this series into my veins, I would. Like, I need that shit exponentially. Like, I... The first thing I did when I woke up today was check if the new if the new episode dropped. Like, this shit is really fucking good, bro. This is uh the first ever... Um, This was pretty much the series that made Isekai blow up. Um, After, after this series first came out, that's when you just saw Isekais pop up all over on the light novel scene. Like uh Sword Art, Sword Art Online might have might have been the anime that made Isekai's blow up in the anime world. You know, after Sword Art mm-hmm. Online, that's when you started seeing a bunch of Isekai's um uh, get animated. No, Mushoko Tensei was the one that made light novels start becoming Isekai's. So in the words of Ray Shroman, they're the trendsetter. Exactly. They are the trendsetter. I swear, dude. Without without this series, we probably would have never gotten Sword Art Online. We never. We would have never gotten Shield Hero. We would have never gotten fucking Re Zero. Like, nah. I think that's too much of an overstatement. I feel like that would have still probably happened, even without this. It just wouldn't have happened like as quickly. It probably would have taken a little more time. I don't know, man. It's just this series is. It hits different, bro. Like it really just hits different. Um. Oh. Because, I mean, light novels were done, like, before that. And then, you know, obviously, you know, probably, like, um, not talking about, like, Iseka is just, like, light novels were already happening. Uh, who knows when, you know, Isekais would have been happening if this didn't happen. But, uh, like, it, it is the trendsetter of anything. But that's what of what we know. We don't know if, like, there's something else before that. But Do you know? You're, you're like, you're for, for sure, for sure, like, it's like this is what started it. Um, because we could just say that for for the meantime, like, oh, this is what we know. What like was one of the first ones, you know? Yeah, no, bro. Um, um, it started the the novel started in 2012. So, actually, not. I think about it. Disorder online come out before. I think it came out like in 2013. I'll check right now. I might just be talking out of my ass. Like usual. <laughs> like usual. Like usual. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, let me check yeah. Let me check. Wow. Sorry. I'm like, you know, way sooner. Oh, yeah. The novel series 2002. So you, yeah. Wikipedia. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could check out Mal. Mal always has this shit too. Oh, but actually, sort of like. Isn't a reincarnation? 
No, oh, well, you're it's not a reincarnation. Yeah, you're right, I think Mushoko, Mushoko getting... Tensei was uh the OG of being reincarnated into a different world. Because um, I think Isekai is just being transported to a different world. It is. Isekai is being transported to a because different it... world. But reincarnation, that's a whole different thing, I guess we could talk, we could say. Yeah. It made reincarnated, being reincarnated into a different world. That is at that trend. Because um, if we're being honest, what really made Isekai trend is Digimon. Because Digimon is one of the original isekai that blew up the genre. Hard, hard, hard to believe that Digimon's an isekai, huh? Hmm. Not really. I mean, when you when I mean, if I were to look back on it, you wouldn't think that. But like when you look at it now, when you tell me right now, it's like, yeah, it's noticeable because they do get transported into like yeah, another world where it's the Digimon's world. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like a hard thing to believe. If you were to tell me that in like, oh, like when I was a kid watching that, you're like telling me, oh, this is an isekai. What's that? Yeah, I would be like that. But like when you tell me something like now with my adult brain, <laughs> yeah, and you tell me, oh, you know, it's an isekai. Huh? Well, yeah, I could see it. I mean, there are some things where obviously it's still, it's still going to surprise you if you say it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um. So what Mushoko Tensei is... It's it's the story of um this good for nothing neat, you know, who like used to be bullied horribly as as a kid, you know, as a teenager growing up. When he was in high school, like people would like strip him naked, take pictures of him, beat his ass. They like they they tied him up naked to the school gate. Bro, and then like the teachers wouldn't help. Like it was horrible, bro. Like there was some like heavy bullying, so it just completely destroyed his uh, his self confidence. So he never left the house. He he beca- he became a stay at home. So he never left his room. It got to the point where where all he had to do was bang on the wall, and they would bring him food. That was his life, bro. Like that that was his life. Like he was he was the Fat slob, fucking neck beard guy, who didn't even attend his parents' funerals, bro. His parents, his parents mm-hmm. died, both of them, and he didn't even go to the funeral, mm-hmm. bro, because that's how scared he was of going outside. That's how scared he was of leaving his room. I could hear the lotero. You hear the lotero? <laughs> yes, sir. That's yeah. how you know I live in hey, Los hey. Angeles. Hey, tell that photo, give me one. <laughs> you want it with everything? With con, con todo. todo. Hey, now you know how I was telling you like off air about how I thought who I, who I thought it was about his reincarnation, yeah. like his parents. Yeah, this is the this is the anime I was talking about. They, I heard like, oh yeah, they're like his parents are like having sex, and then he's like looking. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll explain that. I'll explain that scene. Um, but yeah, so so you know he's a fat slob or whatever, and he didn't even attend his parents' funeral. So eventually, um, it's it's not it's not explicitly said who it is that comes to kick him out. I'm assuming it's uh, other family members since his parents died. You know, like there's no one to support him anymore. Mm-hmm. So they come, they kick him out, they kick him out onto the street, right? Um, 
and as he's roaming the streets, um, he he runs into a group of kids who are about to be run over by. You guessed it, Truckoon. <laughs> so he he rushes, he pushes the kids out of the way, mm-hmm. and he gets hit by the truck and he dies. Dude, but you know what? We we all know like nothing will ever top Kazuma's. Not even getting hit by the fucking truck, dude. Not even getting hit by a truck. Just dying from shock. fucking shock, dude. And oh, and he pisses his pants. pants. <laughs> but yeah, um, so he he dies, right? He gets hit by the truck. He dies, and he gets reincarnated as a baby into this family of a mage and a sword fighter of a knight, mm-hmm. and pretty much. Pretty much the story um, revolves around him like growing up as a baby into this new world. He learns the language, he learns how the world works. He um he starts to discover magic, and it's pretty much it, it's really amazing because this is the first isekai that I feel doesn't mm, how how do I. Explain? It's just really hard, bro. Like this show is not almost like nothing I've ever watched before. Um, it goes deep into what it actually means to be reincarnated into a different world because most isekais like ReZero, Konosuba, um, you know, so what I'm a spider. Like all these isekais you see come out today, they're pretty much just all like shallow surface. Like all all of these um all of these protagonist they go into the world knowing how it works already they're like oh yeah this is just an i got reincarnated into a new world oh it must have a, a, a magic mm. system it must have this you know well it's because they base it off of video games they play that's why they go like oh you know yeah, they base it what... off of video games and, uh, and light novels they read yeah but the thing is though you can't not you can't not say i don't know no you well look all right you can't not say that they don't have a like purpose to finding out that why were they reincarnated? You know, you got Subaru trying to figure out why the hell was he reincarnated. At first, he wanted to go back. You no, know, no, that's not what I'm talking wanted. about. I'm talking about it actually goes no, no, into no. like the what it no, would no, no. be like to be reincarnated. Because all these other series, like you just see them living their daily lives, and well, no, you don't even see them living their daily lives. They just set out on whatever goal it is they have. Kazuma to defeat the demon lord. Uh, Subaru to figure out. That's because he's forced to though. But yeah, but you you don't really watch. Um... No, you got you have uh, Konosuba having some daily life moments from time to time. Yeah, and then that for like you know you know that at that point at one point he wanted to just quit. You remember that? He's like, "There's no point in this. I'm making money." Yeah, that's true, but it it doesn't. It's because it's hard to explain because you haven't seen it. Um, the show like. Like in any, I've never seen any other isekai where the character actually like sits down and studies how, studies the language of the new world. Subaru, S- Subaru's done that. Yeah, he's done that. Remember, he had a was it Ram or Ram? He had one of them teach him. Really, I don't even remember that. Yeah, he he was like in the mansion, dude. He was like, he was like, oh, you know, when he was like being how a long butler, did that scene last? How long did it take him? I think like two episodes. I don't know how long, like overall, but like two episodes. I think it was like two episodes worth. Remember, remember when it was like 
yeah, when he was in the scene where spoilers, uh, when he's in a he's in the mansion in that arc where he's like getting killed by rat uh-huh. Rem. I was about to say Ram. Yeah, in that whole era, time when he's like a butler and he doesn't want to live off of them for free, so he's like learning to do shit because of how useless he is. Yeah, yeah. And he tells her like, yeah, he tells her like, oh, can you teach me your language? And I don't know about uh, Shield Hero. I can't really say about Shield Hero because I think it translates for them already. Like the gaming, the gaming translates for them. But I think he did want to learn it. Well, yeah. Um, so, you know, in, in this series, you know, it, it goes deep into him learning the languages. He learns multiple languages, right? Because he he's reincarnated as a baby, right? So he has to li- he has to grow up again. He has to he relives all his like a new childhood and he takes full advantage of like having a child brain because you know how child uh babies brains develop much quicker than a than an adult does so oh you know you know how you're talking about so what i'm a spider my bad for cutting off on this but the the other characters they also go through like well they don't really go deep into it but you know like in the line novels they do but uh and the other side characters they also learn the language and like what's it like to live there although they you know you see the stats of like how to get powerful and stuff but they still have to learn that 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 uh that that world see it no, because it gets cut off. That's the thing. If you were like to read the line, I was you would see that it's happening. Well, yeah, that's... the the thing is the uh, anime is cutting it off. You're kind of far away, by the way. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't see it. Like, uh, it's just hard. To explain, but, like, the, the only way I can tell you is is to watch the first episode. Um, it's it's a complete. Um, I want to say it like dissects the isekai genre. Okay. So it goes a little more depth into it. I don't feel like a lot into into depth. I don't feel like I feel like it's not surface wise. I feel like it just doesn't go too deep into it. I feel like it looks at it, kind of wonders like what what's the reason? Yeah, and that's it. I feel, like, that's shallow. The I feel main... like all the other ones are just shallow and they're more into um the plot. But this one mm-hmm. really like it's been what eight episodes and the kid is and he's still ten years old. Like he just turned ten. No, no, no. I think shallow would be like accepting the fact that you re- got reincarnated and, and then there. That's it. I feel like that's it. Like not even studying the language, not finding out about this, just getting stronger. And that's it. I feel like, uh, let me tell you. Let me see, Which let me see. most I mean, that I've watched. Most, but like, I don't feel like the ones that we that we were talking about has gone like shallow wise. I feel like they've gotten a little bit of it, but not too much. Shallow would be like almost nothing at all. That's what I think. Uh, that's how I you, I mean, even even ReZero, I mean, yeah, Super will learn the language, but the show doesn't focus on that. The show focuses on, oh, you know, Riz, uh, Subaru's fucking mental trauma of having to go, having to die and come back and then ha- him figuring out, you know, what to do. Like, well, yeah, it's a thriller. thrown right into the story. Like, he's thrown right into the plot where, and Mushoko Tensei, the plot isn't even really moving yet. Like you're still like we're eight like you're eight you're eight episodes in and you're still barely learning about the world. And yeah, it has me hooked. Like it's crazy, like not pretty much almost what's that noise? Oh, I'm playing with a piece of paper. Kind of like, uh, yeah, I could hear it. Yeah, like no, 
almost nothing has happened eight episodes in, and yet it's still fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> the best quote of the year. Eight episodes in, and nothing has happened. Oh, best quote. Just, quote them on it's that. Just, um, it's just Rudy. Rudy um, pretty much developing uh, relationships with different people as a, as a child. L- oh, you learning the magic system, learning um how the, the language is, learning a bit about how the world works, and on top of that, learning how to live his life because this is this is his second chance. He's redoing it. This is his second chance to start out, start all over again. Well, don't you think Slime does that too? Because I mean, he's building a society and working with other societies. I feel like they do that. Yeah, too. but Rimuru, um, he's he's um. He's like OP from off the rip. Yeah, but I'm not talking about like strength wise. I'm talking about, you know, how you're saying like, yeah, but it, you know, going into that easy for him because he's so OP. Yeah, but I feel like he still has to go into talking to people, wanting to learn how to, how each society works uh, and building connections. Like Milim shows up. He, he, he doesn't have any issues because it's not like no one can whoop his ass up until like the first fucking. Uh, yeah, up until like Malim shows up, like he, even even if he didn't talk, like he didn't have to talk, like he could have he could have just killed everyone. Like he's super OP. And you know, I'm sorry, but like when you're the strongest person in the room and you can kill everyone in a second, that makes your life a lot easier. Well, I mean, you're but we're not talking about strength at the moment. We're talking about. Fuck, you were talking about like surface level about you know how they never go really into depth about the societies and all that. Yeah, yeah. we're not talking about we're not talking yeah, about strength. Uh, then we're talking about I, I, I didn't, I didn't how the build. It was the only one I said most. And yeah, you're right. Slime goes into the society and societal issues and things like that in the in its world, but not most seconds are like that. Yeah, I just feel like you're. I feel like some of them you might have put them in the wrong. Of shallow, I'm not gonna say like, oh, they're yeah, they're deep. No, no, no. I feel like if we're, there's a middle towards it too, I feel like it's a middle. You I feel like someone watch them. it. Like we'll we'll come back next episode, and we'll and we'll we'll revisit this subject, and we'll see if you agree with me. Because I'm, I'm telling right, you, yeah. like, Mushoko Tensei is, is the king of all these guys. I'm telling you right now. Like I am wholeheartedly saying that, because I haven't even I haven't even touched on the soundtrack. I haven't touched on the voice acting. I haven't touched on the characters. I haven't touched on animation. Uh, like it's fucking beautiful. Like this is a beautiful show, dude. In terms of a, uh, in terms of a, uh, in terms of OP, we're t- let's talk about uh, Ray Zero finally having an o- going with their second second time showing the OP of Dubstep. Who loves? Who doesn't love a little dubstep? You know, who doesn't like being reminded of the swag era in our lives? You remember? You remember those times? Yes, I remember. Dude, when everyone was like wearing skinny jeans, hats on top of their, like not like floating above their head, shuffling. Dude, the other day I went into like this rabbit hole of shuffling and hearts, uh, hard dubstep music. I was like, geez, these were the times, man. Simpler times. Dark oscillators, fucking alpha twins, toms, tom, dude, toms, bro. I remember the toms too. Those were like super huge at the time too. Yep. 
you know, who doesn't appreciate a little dubstep every once in a while? Oh, this doesn't have an OP. Mishoko Tensei doesn't have an OP. It doesn't? So, wait, does it just have an ED? Uh, or it doesn't have, like... It has an ED. Um, it's OP, it, and it doesn't even air every episode. It's every now and then. Um, so, it's doing, it, like, a Razor type uh, of thing? Kind of, except that when it does show the, quote-unquote, OP, all it does is, um... It shows, um... The scenery for like where, where oh, so, he's at, like, yeah, of that episode, and then he's just like, yeah, the and just the music in the background, and it's just showing it shows him, uh-huh. uh, with the setting pretty much because, um, he he travels, he travels from uh, place to place. So, this is Wandering Witch of Elenia, no, 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 <laughs> he, he, moves, he moves location twice, right? Um, so the first time the OP plays. You just get to see around his village, his little hometown, with the music mm. in the background, and the other times is just showing wherever the hell he's at right now. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, I'll see. I'll, I'll give I'm it. I'm telling you, in seven days we'll come back, and we'll and I'll ask you. So, what do you think of Mushoko Tensei? What do you think about it in terms of an isekai? And I am almost a hundred percent sure that you are gonna agree with me, dude. dude, dude. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how you gave me recommendations. Watch me just not even watch this recommendation. No, well, not no, I but I'm not because we're gonna come back. I have to, yeah. You're making you're making me come back, so I'll I'll, I'll watch it. How many episodes is it in right now? Like eight, uh, nine, right? Nine? Yes, I think it's about. I think to, it's gonna be nine. Was um, episode eight? No. So it's gonna go into nine next week. Wait, when when does it drop? Like middle of the week? It dropped today. Oh, okay. So yeah. All right. Dropped, um, before I mean, because Attack on Titan drops at midday at twelve, hmm. and I think Shoko drops earlier than that in the AM for sure. Um, dude, honestly, you know the second episode. Now that I think about it, we should have just said like, "Oh, we're gonna do do a lot of spoilers." Yeah. Maybe. Eh, whatever. Though if they don't hear it like in the first few episodes, they'll hear it now. So it'll be it'll be, it'll be fine. Bro, I didn't even touch about like today's episode of Mushoko Tensei. Like today's episode of Mushoko Tensei changed like the whole series. Mm-hmm. It, it the the last few seconds of the show were just it was insane. It's gonna change everything. Like I I'm gl- I'm really glad you're gonna start today. Well. You're gonna start now because I feel like next week's episode we're finally gonna get into what the story is gonna be about. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. You you would think that eight episodes of 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 setup is insane, but let's go with sixteen. <laughs> but it's gonna be worth it, bro. Like, like I cannot stop watching it, bro. Like. I I was watching it and once I got to once I got to like oh that's it I was pissed like I was pissed off that I got that I was caught up I was mad that there weren't more episodes dude, dude, dude. you know you're like oh there's you think eight episodes of setup is insane let's give you the whole season dude <laughs> let's not even give you the real story let's just give you the setup for a whole season Damn, can you think of any series like that a whole season like that no I don't think so I can't I mean, I've seen like a good, uh, like a small amount of VSEC. I, I think within 
within two hands, I've seen a, a amount of isekais. I I haven't fucking but like seen any series isekai or not that has eight episodes of setup. And even less that eight episodes of setup that are fucking amazing. I mean, I think we do have to like really look at the stuff we've seen to like get a now, and we don't really have to look at the episodes. I think we could just like see probably after like what it was and we'll get the setup. We'll remember because we don't have to go rewatch it. But I think like since you've seen a lot, I think you won't remember like off the bat either. No, I'm pretty sure I would re- I would remember if a show took five, even five episodes to set up the story. Oh, you hey, you know, real quick, you know, you told me to watch Mob Cycle. Yeah, I got the manga instead. I like it. It's not bad. I'm on like uh, volume two, so I'm gonna I have to continue reading that. I like you know uh, once I read it, I want to read it first before I watch it because sometimes I don't like watching it and then reading it. No, I feel, I feel like sometimes weird. I'm, I'm I just, just I don't glad know. you finally started. Bro, you seriously don't know what the fuck you're missing out with Berserk. Everything. I don't really care. Oh my god. Dude. <laughs> you know, um, you know what what you saying this is like? This is hmm. like you saying Oh, I don't care like about Attack on Titan. You're right, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is like if you had never seen Attack on Titan and someone is telling you, oh, you should watch Attack on Titan. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That, that, I, that, I see what that's I've exactly seen. what you're missing out on with Berserk. Except, Dude, I'm good. Like, I've seen what I've seen. That's all I need. <laughs> you're so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I don't really... Think uh at the moment I have anything else to input. Yeah. Oh well you wanted to talk about the Pokemon oh, thing with yes. Pokemon. Or, oh, okay, before we end this, Pokemon. Pokemon celebrating its 25th anniversary. Yesterday was Pokemon Day. Um fucking amazing, bro. 25 years of Pokemon. Um, are you a big Pokemon fan, Brian? I don't think you are. Mm-hmm. I, am. You are? I mean, I used to play the I used to play the Oh, which one was it? Was it oh, fuck? Which one's the blue one with not Rayquaza? Sapphire. Yeah, I used to play Sapphire on the the Nintendo uh, Game Boy. My bad, Game Boy had that. I had a uh, silver. I had black. Uh, I think I may, might be missing one more gen in there, but I haven't been able to play the newer ones because uh, it's a Switch. So now it's a Switch, so I can't. I'm not gonna buy a Switch anymore. I fucking got that shit and. Stop playing it, so I'm not gonna buy it just for that. But I, I say I'm a fan. I used to watch the old Pokemon. So I think I saw up to like, oh, what gen is it? Where, where it's is it May? Is May the the red uh red suit? Yeah, that's red suit girl. Oh, and you saw it up until um the Pokemon Advanced Generation. Yeah, then I saw up to there, and that was it. Like I stopped watching after that. But yeah, you're saying Pokemon, Post Malone. I saw it like today. Yeah, bro. Post Malone uh, held a concert for Pokemon's 25th anniversary, a virtual concert. I thought mm. that shit looked amazing. It was like really well done. Um, Pokemon 25. Um, th- and this is just gonna be the first concert because 
They have Katy Perry and J Balvin coming up next. J Balvin with my McDonald's meal. <laughs> Dude, that McDonald's meal was stupid. I swear, bro. I didn't. I didn't try it. I didn't try that one or the Travis Scott one. Bro, the fucking J Balvin meal was like the same fucking thing with a McFlurry on me. <laughs> Dude, I swear that shit was so overrated with J Balvin's. I feel like J Balvin's could have just been way better. I feel like. It's just what they eat. Like that's that's their order. And that's what it is. Like if 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 there is gonna be a if there is ever a Josie order, it'd be You're about to fucking die, people. It's gonna be like high in calories with so much coke. What? For starters, fuck you. I don't eat that bad. It would have been a. it'd be like a double quarter pounder with bacon with no onions and Fucking fries inside with fries on the side too. No fries. It'd be chicken nuggets. Oh, I see. You're proving the point. It'd be chicken nuggets and a fucking not chicken nuggets. And says it chicken a nuggets. orange juice. Stop lying. You know you would go for the coke. I don't drink coke. I don't drink coke. anymore. Nope. I don't. I only drink orange juice. I I only eat. I only drink orange juice and monster. That's it. No in between. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, and uh, you like Chainsaw Man? You haven't had an Android, right? You still don't have one, right? Nah. All right. Well, I found out today that power power. What? <laughs> Why did I say oh, yeah. <laughs> wrong? Pink I have some. <laughs> uh, power from fucking Chainsaw Man is gonna have an Android coming out. So yeah, you know, if you like collecting Androids, I guess you know you could get power if you're into Chainsaw Man. Power. Just cute. Tisai power. Tisa catastrophe. Um, but no, I still want to talk about Pokemon. <laughs> um, just real quick. Um, I just want to get in about how much like Pokemon means to me because it means a lot. Like, I my first ever Pokemon game was Pokemon Yellow. My mom bought it for me for the Game Boy. Um, Jeez, you're fucking old. That was that was 18 years ago. I started playing Pokemon 18 years ago. Then I then I got Gold. Then I got sapphire too i played pokemon sapphire and dude it's just pokemon's just been with me ever since um i have like a shit ton of stuff pikachu's oh then you got the pokemon's app uh yeah shout out to my homeboy that <laughs> you get it right please tell uh-huh. me you get it all right I... no i've seen I... <laughs> I, I i get it i get that reference dude you're like i get it all right i get it <laughs> Um. Yeah, and like I like yeah, like I have a shit ton of Pikachu's. Uh, I love Pikachu. Um, I'm gonna get Pikachu tatted eventually. Um, I still have all my Pokemon cards. I play all the games. I when Pokemon Go first came out, that entire summer I was out almost every day, just walking around catching Pokemon. I still play Pokemon Go to this day. Um. I've played every generation of Pokemon game except um, Sun and Moon and X and Y. Then you can't just say every at this point. You got to say I played the majority. You can't say every except and you can't use every at that point anymore. Why am I giving you an English lesson? Fucking my bad fucking grammar Nazi. Damn. This is why you're fun at parties, Brian. Um, I am. Believe it or not. Dude. 
almost every Pokemon generation except for two. But yeah, I mean, Pokemon is meant a lot to me. Um, I've played almost every spin-off Pokemon game. I even had, I even had the Step Walker, where it's it would count your steps. Um, and it was kind of like a Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah, a, a, yeah, I remember that. It was a Pikachu. Yeah, I had that. Um, I'm, I'm, I had. I'm getting another one. I had the lot, the. Dude, I had. I think I had like a shiny Pokemon in there, and I lost it at a park. Oh no, 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 not that one. No, no, no. You're, you're oh. talking about um, gold. You're talking right? about was the it gold? Soul Silver Heart Gold. No, I'm talking about like yeah. this was old, old. Like this was literally oh. a Tamagotchi, where you couldn't transfer it anywhere. It was a Pikachu. You know, and it would count your steps, and you can feed it and stuff like that. It was like super old, bro. Um. And I just, I think it's amazing that Pokemon has been so big for so long. Pokemon first came out the year I was born. Um, it's going on 25 years strong. It's the biggest multimedia franchise in the world, I think. Other than Nintendo itself. And even then, I, I might, I, I think it might be bigger than Nintendo at this point. Like, it... It doesn't even, it gets its own directs. It doesn't even, Pokemon information doesn't even come out on Nintendo Direct. It comes out on Pokemon Presents. Hmm. Um, that's, that's cool. Man, I'm like kind of learning about shit. Oh, you remember that? Uh, fuck, what was it? The Ranger one, I think? Pokemon Ranger? Yeah, for the DS. Yeah, I played. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Pokemon Snap, the original. It's getting a remake. Um, Gen Four yeah, remakes have just been announced. Oh, the Dark, uh, Dark Lugia. Oh, Pokemon XD. Yup. Yeah, I remember, dude. Just all these games. It's crazy how many games it has. It is, bro. Pokemon has had so many spinoffs. Has had so many generations. It has, it's had so many movies. The anime is still going strong. Um, I'd argue the anime is the best it's ever been. Um, the Pokemon trading card game is still going strong, dude. Pokemon is just—it's here. It's here. It's today, bro. And dude, it's been out for twenty-five years, and let's see how many more it goes for. I I can see Pokemon going for another twenty-five years. I mean, it's—I don't know. It's just pretty unique. Like, there's nothing like it. Like it, it doesn't matter how many more more new Pokemon are released. People are gonna eat it up. They want more. They want more games. They want more Pokemon. I think you could put it probably like uh, I want to say on the same scale, but like Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, it's pretty up there as well in ter- in terms of trading card games. Pokemon is way bigger than Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about like Yu-Gi-Oh is still pretty big. You know what I'm saying? Like in trading cards, uh, it's pretty big up there, and then Yu-Gi-Oh is still like producing like animes, so it's always changing as well. Um, it is changing, not as much as Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh changes a lot. Like the actual game, is changed. Yeah, no, it's continuously changing. Uh, I mean, it still has the same concepts though. Uh, no, it does. It's uh, just changing. I, I mean. If if the concept you're talking about is making your opponent's life points reach zeros, and yeah, <laughs> but other than that, I don't know, bro. Like, 
Yeah. Look, I'm not a Yu-Gi-Oh expert, all right? I just know that I feel like it still looks the, like it's still kind of the same, but it's at like it's just adding more now. I feel like so. I think it's still similar to like the original type I don't of thing. Think it's similar at all. <laughs> it's changed a lot, bro. Like, trust me. Like, um, I I recently um try tried to not get back into it, but I started uh, doing a bit of research because I want to know what was going on with Yu-Gi-Oh. It's changed a lot, bro. Like, it it really has. Um, like you wouldn't recognize it if if the monster cards didn't look like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You probably wouldn't recognize it. You'd probably think it's a whole different card game. Oh yeah, I've seen like I've seen some of them, crazy shit, dude. And there's like stacking to make the to like they're stacking on the one cards and shit. Yeah, bro. Um, after after they introduced synchro monsters, they just never went back. It's evolving. It's it's evolved a lot, bro. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm pretty much done. Um. I just I just want to talk about how much I love Pokemon for a little bit. Uh, Pokemans. How amazing it is! It's gone on for 25 years. Uh, it's doing fucking virtual Post Malone concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think this is a good, good, good spot to end it for today. Yeah. So you know, thanks for being here today. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Shout out to you guys. Shout out for sticking through all these two hours, hearing us talk about fucking Japanese cartoons, Japanese animation. Don't go mad at me.